there's a lot of benefits of building up as an offsite supply that counter having all of my ammo at my house at one time, which is like what you're talking about, your eggs in one basket. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 103 of For the Love of Guns. This is the podcast that's about the people, the products, and the priorities of the real gun culture. Thanks for joining Team Banch today as we talk to Ammo Dan. Now, Ammo Dan is from Ammo Squared, and they are a sponsor of the podcast. That's the first time I've talked to him, and it's a really great conversation about what Ammo Squared is about. And when you're done, if you think this is a company that you want to invest in, they're looking for investors. Definitely check out all the stuff that they have. And now, before we talk to Ammo Dan, it's time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. These are the holsters that I use. I love Falco holsters. They'll have a holster for you. I guarantee that they have one for you. If not, they'll figure it out. They just are amazing holsters. Go check out Falco holsters because they can make a holster for every gun, for any budget, without sacrificing quality. And you'll get a handmade holster in 10 days. That's right. You order online. They're going to hand make this thing and get it to you in about 10 days. Use the checkout code BANSHEE to save 10% on your order at Falco Holsters. Now, this is also brought to you by Ammo Squared. Look, in these times of uncertainty, what do you invest your money in? Some invest in gold. Some invest in silver. Some of us invest in copper jacketed lead. Or ammunition. Look, without ammunition... Gun's not a really a good tool now, is it? Ammo Square's got a way that you can invest in ammunition and you can just have it pulled out a little bit at a time. You can trade calibers. You can do so many things. Definitely check out this podcast because there's so many things you can do at Ammo Squared. It'll make your mind spin. Never thought that I'd see this type of investment. Check out Ammo Squared. I'll have a link down below for you. Now with the bills paid, Let's talk to Ammo Dan. Dan, tell me about your love of guns. My name is Dan Morton. I go by Ammo Dan. I'm a founder and CEO of Ammo Squared, which I started out in my garage in 2015. So about eight years ago, my wife and I. Um, Ammo Squared is basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to turn ammunition into a commodity. So we like to say today that it's like an ammo asset account. We use different words, the ammo bank account. Um, when we started off, we actually started off as an ammo subscription service, but we found that a few things. One is that ammo is heavy and expensive. And so it's not like Dollar Shave Club, right? And so yep. it's not easy to send $15 worth of ammo every month to somebody, um, which we actually, when we started, we tried. We, we did it with vacuum sealing rounds so we would literally send five rounds to someone because they had five dollars or whatever the, the amount was and what we found early on was that it was better to let people accumulate ammo over time so then they would get a shipment every three or four months that kind of thing well and it's that, funny because you're you're talking about commoditizing ammo yeah. um yeah, you know, the way I explain it to the audience here, because you know, uh, Ammo Squared is a, is a company I believe in. They they you guys sponsor the podcast, and the way I when I do the intros, I you know, 
there's a lot of different things I talk about, but when I first started talking about it, I started saying, you're used to an IRA, right? Mm -hmm. Individual retirement account. This is an ARA, an AMO retirement account. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it was great as your purchasing options are a lot because it's, it's, you know, okay, take 20 bucks a month out and put in ammo. I mean, you, you have so much flexibility in buying that ammo. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was the big thing. And I think that's why, you know, early on we realized that for one thing, people, it, they like to have the small budget amount, like, you know, like a 401k, like an IRA, you take 50 bucks out every month and you put it towards something. Um, but then you can't, you're not getting a whole lot of ammo, shippable ammo for 50 bucks, especially if you have multiple calibers. And so yeah. that instead, what we've evolved to now is where that just builds up in our customer's account. And then they can, they can get a shipment whenever they want. We have automated triggers and things like I, I want a shipment every thousand rounds or every $300 or whatever. Um, but more recently what we've really kind of been pivoting we've been pivoting away from the ammo subscription language towards like what we're talking about now which is kind of more the ammo bank account ammo asset account because the reality is is when you think about ammunition it's a tangible good right i mean it's never going to lose value you know it's only going to go up in value especially in times of more uncertainty um Ammo is going to go up in value. We just saw it in 2020 with COVID. You know, ammo shot, I mean, yeah. nine millimeter shot up to 60 cents a round. Um, it was crazy. So, yeah, we, know, it's tangible on, the con- on the content creation side, when, when all that happened, we were joking around um, where we said that like uh, 2020 was going to be the year of the two shot gun review, hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. ammo just shot straight so, up. Yeah. It's like, we're not we're we're not running out to the gun range and doing thousand round uh, reviews anymore of guns. You know the the joke was is did it go bang and did it go bang again? Yep, it's good. Yep. It's a good gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because I literally was just watching a gun review and I think it was uh, Military Arms Channel. It was round right at COVID time frame, and it was right around that shortage. And he he said something like, "I'm not going to do my th- usual thousand round." you know, yeah. review with this gun, I'm going to, you know, shoot it however many rounds, not very many rounds. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was that reality. Was I, I mean, it hit everybody. Yeah. I mean, it, it's and it was unexpected war. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and one of the, one of the things that when I have uh, other guests on, we talk about training and things, you know, going through those times, it's like, it was hard to get guns, guns and it was hard to get ammo. Yeah. And it was like, you could buy a gun and your token box of ammo and that, that was it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, unless you were going to like go back to the store, like every day, if they had it, yep. um, the ammo was being rationed out. You know, prime, everything was being rationed out. Everything, Primers, yeah. powders, everything was, was a mess. If you could find primer powders. If, well, it's funny. Stuff. Even um, the manufacturers were having a hard time. Yeah. I mean, we, the primer market dried up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it's funny. I'm looking across at my reloading bench and all the primers I got sitting there. And I'm like, oh, I remember when I bought that. I remember I was lucky to get that box. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that was that was a tough thing, um, you know. And then you always had the the people out there. Well, if you had planned, it's like, well, how do you plan for that? It's it's a little tough. 
Um, but that's the nice thing I like about this concept that you came up. Mm-hmm. You can plan for it now. It's like, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, like we say about retirement, it's, you know, take 20 bucks out, go get some ammo, bank, you know, bank that ammo. After a while, after, after seeing 20 bucks, go, go out of your account, like every week or whatever, or whatever thing you have, you just, you get used to it. it and oh, yeah. you just know that you have stuff stored there. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you know, that old men's, was it a hair club for men? You know, I'm not just the uh, president. Not the president, but the, yeah. Yeah. So I'm a customer of my own company. My wife is at, she has a separate account. We each have, we're accumulating different ammo. Um, and then like our CTO, he has his own account, but like for my personal account, I just, I just have $25 coming out every two weeks that matches up with my paycheck. And so it's $50 a month. Um, and I have it going to a variety of different, actually, I have a variety of different calibers in my, in my inventory but I just have it going to one right now. And then when I have enough that I'm happy with it, then I'll switch it to something else. And then I just let it, you know, accumulate until I'm ready for it. Um, but it, it literally is, I don't, I don't even notice it because, uh, you know, honestly, before that buying, buying ammo was actually like painful. You know, you go to the yeah. store and, and you, you drop 50 to hundred, you know, 300 bucks on enough ammo for the range. And it's, yeah. it's painful. Well, and that's and that's the thing, especially from you know my side of things, or the content creator side, we go through ammo, we go through it a lot of ammo, and that is something we can actually plan for now. Is, is you know I, ammo is starting to show up at the stores, but it's really the stores I've been to, they're really kind of stupid with their with their purchasing still, um, oh. and that's where it's just like you know. Uh, I work. I work from home full time now. It's very rare I go into town anymore. So yeah, you have to. I have to plan my purchases out with my runs into town. Whereas mm-hmm. now with with Ammo Squared, it's just like, hey, you know, just grab some money out of my account. I can I can bank that ammo. I can get it, you know, sent to me later. And the other thing I like about it is. Let's just say I banked nine millimeter, but now suddenly I need forty-five. Yeah, you can. I can switch that. Like yeah. if I have nine millimeters, you know, now I'm looking at my ammo bench over there. Um, you know, I'm looking at this, going, well, now I get this gun in. Now all of a sudden, I I need you know three eighty. Yeah, I got a gun in for three eighty. You're like, well, I don't know if I have enough three eighty. Now I got to go buy some three eighty. Whereas I could switch that out. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you think of it like uh, in the way that we're positioning it is that, you know, ammo is that hard asset. It's like gold, you know, and you can sell your gold and buy silver or sell your silver and buy platinum or whatever it is. Um, And so it makes it very flexible. And, you know, it's funny because it's a tough concept for people to get. The, The storage aspect of our business is the toughest part of the concept because people are so used to going online or going to the store, buying it, taking it home. <clears throat> and so, I mean, that's the, for us, it's this big education aspect. Um, and I always say, have ammo at home. We're not your sole source of ammo. You know, we're your backup, you know, be accumulating, you know, ammo at ammo squared while you've got your, you know, enough stockpiled at home for any eventuality and for range days and whatever. And then when that dwindles down, oh, hey, hit a button, send it over to me and you're ready to go. Um, 
Well, it's funny because you know that's that was one of the things that was kind of weird for me to wrap my hand my head around, right? And then I started thinking about uh, it was the end of it was August last year. Uh, there was a pipe that broke and, and the studio here flooded. Oh, and um, you know I'm sitting there going. Fortunately, we we caught it in enough time. It was still did some damage, but it wasn't bad. But I'm sitting there going, that could have really sucked, you know. <laughs> um, and then and then I go, well, okay, so that was water damage. What if it was fire or any name anything else? I mean, you're in Idaho. I'm in Montana. Yeah. You know, we have these things called earthquakes, <laughs> right? Yeah, once in a while. Um, uh, and that's just one of those things. You know, I, I, I know of two faults that are near my house. Oh, yeah. You know, we have we have earthquake insurance on the house. Um, and then I think of, you know, in, a, in the event of a total loss, I mean, I'm not I'm not as worried about my ammo as, you know, did, is my wife fine? Is my you know dog, did we get out? Oh, yeah. How do we replace the house? But eventually I'm going to come back around and start doing the math and going, that was thousands of dollars yeah. of ammo in one place. Yeah. Well, and, and you could think, I mean, of course your, your home insurance will cover it. Right. But there's going to be a delay between the time that your home insurance oh, yeah. covers it and you can buy it again, you know, and or some of it's, it maybe it's, or if it's available. Yeah. And that's yeah. if it's even available. Um, so yeah, no, that's, I mean, it, I, I actually am, I'm getting a, a blog post together for for this week, and it's uh, ammo, ammo squared is basically ammunition insurance. You know, it's insurance for two things. One, it's insurance against um, you know a shortage like we saw in 2020, but it's insurance against personal loss, like you know you get a fire in your house or a flood or any kind of natural disaster. You know, if you've got in a way, it's it's also it's uh, location diversification too, because you have ammo sitting here. Um, I, you could see I, I mean I got the warehouse behind me right now, but um, you know it's it's all there, and um, you know we we literally can ship out within one to two days of somebody requesting their ammo. You know, just depends on our on our volume, but one to two days, and it's on the road. Um, so that's a pretty, I think it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. I mean, that, that's amazing. So, you know, for my day job, I, I've been in IT over 25 years and mostly I focus on cybersecurity oh, okay. and we, we plan out, you know, disaster recovery, business continuity, those type of, those type of things. Uh, when I used to do, do speaking on that, I used to go up and talk about disaster recovery and, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah. you need to have, you know, your IT infrastructure somewhere else, you know, and move your personnel to it and stuff like that. You need to have computers, servers, internet circuits and stuff like that. There's a reason why we don't put all of our eggs in one basket, like this studio, right? Um, I mean, there's a reason why we do that. And so this is, you know, whether you, you call yourself a prepper, you're not a prepper, you're afraid of the word prepper. Um, this is something that is a concept that is in business of don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to be a prepper in order to stockpile ammo somewhere off site. Yeah. You don't need, you know, you don't need to think that you're going to be, you know, red dawn or whatever. Mm -hmm. You just need to be think, go, oh, yes, yeah, something could happen. 
You know, if you're on the East Coast, you can have a hurricane rolls up. I, you know, I grew up on the East Coast. It, oh, yeah. I can't count how many hurricanes that we went through. Um, there's all kinds of things. No matter where you are, there could be a, a, some type of natural disaster. It's good to get your stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, to that kind of like the prepper mindset, I get it a lot of, um, you know, what happens in SH, what, you know, it's, SH, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. or Tiatwaki, whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, and I, and I'm completely honest with people. If there was a, if there was an EMP pulse and, you know, the, the grid goes down today, you're not getting your ammo from, from ammo oh. skirt. Cause I have no way of getting it to you. But that's why you keep ammo at home. And also, you know, when was the last time that happened? Okay. You know, we're talking about a, a never. And also there's, there's kind of that aspect of there's a lot of benefits of building up as an offsite supply that counter having all of my ammo at my house at one time, which is like what you're talking about, your eggs in one basket situation. Well, and, and, and you can go the same way with any other type of asset, right? Yeah. It might be that you have, you know, gold and silver stored in a lockbox at the bank. Any mm -hmm. EMP, you're not getting it. They closed the banks down and, and it was yeah. tough to get to your safe deposit box. We actually had a safe deposit box after that. I was like, eh, I'm not going to keep one at the bank that I can't yeah. get to when it was closed, you know, kind of a thing. But, um, yeah. And but, I actually UPS and FedEx were still rolling. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, I'm actually a, I'm a, I'm also a precious metal guy, and I I I mention it in my blogs a lot. I have uh, silver in a depository that is separate from my house, you know, yeah. um, and it's and it's secured. It's a, it's like I kind of practice what I preach, both you know, ammo and precious. Yeah, metal. I mean, that's the same thing with uh, me and my wife. We. We, you know, we had invested in silver because um, it's so expensive to invest in gold. Yeah. Um, the uh, ratio is better for silver, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it, yeah. So it's one of those things of those are the things that you, you do. Um, and that's why I like the way that Ammo Square, Square is going right now. I'm going to bring up the web page. Okay. Um, for everybody on the audio side, I'm sorry. You'll have a link down below in the description that you can go check out the web page later. Um, but in here, it's, you know, we were talking a little bit offline before we started. One of my favorite things is down at the bottom um, is right here. If you're used to investing gold, silver, money, markets, stocks, bonds, whatever, you're used to seeing something like this. Mm -hmm. Right? So right. this is... This is the price of nine millimeter self-defense ammo. Um, and you can see the trends over time right here. I mean, gee, wonder, wonder what happened right around here, right? I mean, suddenly the price dropped. Uh, it could be the end of, uh, you know, the lockdowns. Um, and this is what I like about this is you're, you're being very transparent about what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Because... You know, one of the things I say, uh, you know, in this is, you know, I, I invest in gold and silver, but I also invest in copper jacketed lead, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. This, there, this is just another investment right now. Yep. Um, 
And I mean, you know, I mean, people are wondering, okay, what, what kind of ammo am I getting? Is it Joe Blow's reloading? I mean, yeah, that's a question. We you have, time. look at all of these. I mean, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 sixty. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Um, three lines of eight for those of you that are on the audio side. That is how many, that's how many manufacturers you're getting ammo from. So yeah, we don't manufacture not, our own. We just sell yeah. factory ammo, stuff that you would recognize. And that's the greatest thing about it is, it, yeah. like you said, this is something that we would recognize. It's not, you know, Joe Blow, you know, it's not like, you know, Ammo Dan went out and bought a bunch of Dylan reloaders and is running a sweatshop in Idaho yeah. cranking out ammo. Yeah. I mean, this is all, this is all stuff that you're going to buy at the store. Yeah. Well, and in fact, we're actually even more choosy with our brands because the reality is the way that our service works is that you stock up on a generic. So in that case, with the price chart, nine millimeter self-defense, right? Our most popular is obviously nine millimeter practice. And then when you're ready for a shipment, you say, hey, ship my ship my ammo. And then we actually have we've developed um, we call it a picking algorithm. It basically looks at our stock on hand and it says, okay, based on, you know, price and margins and different things and quality grades, we, the way we grade things, ABC, um, it will, it will fill our customers orders with a variety of ammo. And the, the goal is to have a good mix of, of value and quality. And so in that, I am not comfortable kind of putting in like no name brands and, you know, really, small manufacturers and things that I don't trust. Um, and it's only because, I mean, it, it's, if you're going to the store and you're picking that off the shelf, that's one thing you're making that call. But if you're yeah. getting it from us and you're like, Hey, I've never heard of this brand. You're trusting us to, to get you good ammo. And you're, so I've actually turned yeah, down. You're, you're my expert. Yeah. You're yeah. It's, like, it's kind of like wine of the month club. Remember that, yeah. you know, where, yeah. where they would pick out the, the best wine for you um, and kind of tell you about it. I mean, I've turned down recently um, cheaper priced nine millimeter from Turkey because I just wasn't, you know, confident in it. And so it's like, I don't want to be sending that out to our customers. Um, so, you know, that's another aspect of it. And But actually that part of it, a lot of people like is the variety. And, and that's the thing is, is uh, you know, just like investments, you want variety of your investments, you know, uh, going into that cheap ammo from Turkey. Uh, mm -hmm. one of, one of my friends, uh, Lupo outdoors, he just did a video because he has, uh, he was just on the podcast talking about this not that long ago. He bought a bunch of ammo. It was a ZSR ammo. Okay. Yeah. And ZSR, uh, a couple of other YouTubers had actions of their bolt guns actually blow up yeah, I saw that. from the ammo. Yep. And then he's like, okay, well, my ammo is not this lot. I'm good. It was like lot 15 was blowing up. So he had lot 16. He's like, good. I don't have bad ammo. <laughs> he went out to the range. You know, he, he fired his gun and then he couldn't open his bolt. He had to yeah. mortar his bolt action yeah, to get, to get that thing open. And then it's, that's the problem with, you know, and he, you know, I was talking to him. He's like, I got to do this. I've got, I fought, sh I shot five rounds and I had a mortar every time. He goes, and I bought a thousand. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, yeah. that's gonna suck. Yeah. Because you're not 
you're stuck you're stuck with that cheap amp yeah you, did you say it was 308 it was 308 okay yeah yep. yeah it was I mean, a thousand rounds 308 is not cheap you know i mean oh. it's that's that's expensive stock um and so yeah exactly and that's and that's another point right there is you know if you're if you're kind of taking that you're taking that risk by trying out these new brands and honestly i'm a i'm a I'm a big believer in, you know, trying new things and small businesses and that sort of stuff. And so we, we try quite a few, you know, different small brands and we've carried them um, as long as I'm comfortable with them. Um, we even did a test last year. We had that Venom 9mm and, and it was like yeah. there wasn't any reviews about it. And so I, I ran it through like 12 different 9mm. I compared it to PMC. It was actually, it came up fine. You know, I didn't have any problems with it. The, the, the chronograph consistency was was similar to PMC, if I recall. I mean, it was right in there. So it was, it was comfortable enough for us to buy a pallet of it and then to, to send it out. And then we didn't get any complaints, you know, because that's my gauge, right? So if my customers yeah. are saying, oh, you ship me this stuff and it's terrible, um, you know, then obviously we're not going to carry it anymore. And then I'm going to kick myself for buying it. But. Yeah. And that's so that actually brought something up you were talking about this that's how much you're testing you you chrono chrono does have oh yeah <laughs> uh, i mean yeah. you went that far that i mean most people would just go okay you know it goes back to that two you know that that two round gun review oh yeah okay it's going it's going bang it's you know, yeah it's you, good. you're two down rounds. to the yeah. okay, you're down to the point of okay we fired this thing through several guns and we chronoed it it's good mm. yeah you're and we actually took multiple lots too. I mean, it, that was another part of that was we, I think we got 15,000 rounds and I took a little bit from every case that I had and we ran it out there and just made sure it was fine. That's a, that's a tough day at a job, isn't it? Go yeah. To the range and test ammo. yeah. Go out to the range, test ammo. Wait. Oh, my. oh yes, you are, you are working, but you got a chance, you got a chance to get some trigger time. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, now on the on ammo squared, so we yeah, we talked about what it is. It, it's so funny hearing you. you know, the company's been around for eight years. Yeah. Um, now you now you're starting to gain that traction. It's so funny to hear that you started off in your garage. It's I mean that's like the American dream of entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody starts in their garage. I mean, Apple computer started in your garage. Yeah. Um, now everybody's carrying their phones right um, so talk to me a little bit about the evolution from you know going to garage to i mean the facility you have there is obviously is not a cheap facility i mean it takes some, yeah, no. some money to run that thing yeah yeah so um yeah you know i started really with a wordpress site and an idea of hey let me just throw this up there and see if anybody is interested in it and, um, you know, it's, it's actually kind of funny. It's a little bit of, um, like takes me back because I original, my very first original like concept was an ammo bank account. Okay. But I didn't get a, I got one customer that was buying $5 a month of 45 ACP and from, for like six months and I, I couldn't get any more customers. So I, I kind of changed the idea to more of the subscription service, right? And I put out a, a press release or something. It was like better than getting a box of underwear ammunition, <laughs> you know, and that kind of kicked us off. 
And from that month on, we just kind of kept growing and, you know, adding, you know, a few hundred customers at a time. And we were, we were working out of our, our garage and, you know, that was when we were vacuum sealing. Um, and after about, I don't know, three or 400 customers, I would say we realized vacuum sealing wasn't going to work. It was just not scalable. And yeah. so that was when we kind of, we changed things to where you're actually buying fractional rounds of ammunition. So you're $5 instead of buying whole rounds, you would buy 7.2 or 25.3 or whatever it was. It's like investing in crypto. You can't afford a Bitcoin, but you can give, you know, a partial of a Bitcoin. Yeah, or even yeah. a mutual fund, right? So or, mutual exactly. funds yeah. the same way. Um, and, and actually now stocks have caught up to it. So you used to only be able to buy full stocks. Now you can buy fractional stocks. Yeah, like Robinhood, you can buy, yeah, Robinhood, you can buy fractional stocks. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then that allowed us to really better match the budgets of our customers with the ammo because now they didn't have to stick to like specific price points in order to get whole rounds, which is where we were at before. But once they had fractional rounds, now they could just accumulate them. And then one month's fractional would add to the next month's fractional. And then, you know, on and on until they had a full box. Um, yeah, I, you know, coming back to the garage days, I mean, I spent four years. It's funny that you said, I mean, it's eight. We've been in business eight years and we're just now kind of starting to, to I, I feel like we're getting closer to that tipping point where more and more people have heard about us. Um, yeah. And um, but it was four years for me personally working. I worked uh, my day job and then I'd come home and, you know, work true, on the business. True entrepreneur and, right there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those days, my wife, she, she would handle most of the customer service and then she would be there at night or be there during the day to, to get FedEx deliveries and to have yeah. FedEx going out and all of that stuff. And um, I want to say it was two years. We spent two years in our garage and then we moved to a 1400 square foot warehouse. Um, so around our second year and then was it five years total we did our refunder so we were still at that warehouse so we spent about three years in that warehouse and then we did a refunder i don't know if you're aware of that but um we did an equity crowd raise um and we put it out to our customers and we said hey here's what we're trying to do um you know we need money for uh a new system basically because we're gonna because up until that point we were still on wordpress and i was literally doing everything via excel um and that was I, i'm gonna one of these days i'm gonna have to print out all of the excel sheets that i used to do and put them on a wall because they're they were just they were so crazy that i tried to our um our cto his name's chris corvo he was um he help build stock twits. And so he, you know, he knew, he knew what he was doing, but I showed him our spreadsheets and he was baffled. He was like, I don't know what you're doing there. I, I we can't replicate that, you know? So yeah. we basically eventually had, because you know, I wanted just something simple to be like, Oh, can you make a, you know, a job on Excel? So it'll do all this stuff that I'm doing by hand. Um, but anyway, so the WeFunder, we, we raised um, about 300000 uh, through the WeFunder and then another 100000 from other investors. And um, that got us to the point where we could build our own system. And that's what you see today is that we call it 2.0, which is the ammo squared system. And that's, that's evolved over time, too. And every, you know, in fact, every, every week I create an enhancements doc for Chris to, to work with our engineer and, and you know, kind of improve it. Um, 
but the the cool thing i think is that the terminology right so we literally just changed things from we were calling them subscriptions and then we changed them to um uh it wasn't auto buy that's where we're at now there was something in between or maybe it was Anyway, so we, we basically have been modifying the language in order to make it clear what we're all about. Um, it, it, what's so funny is the business is staying the same. It's just the yeah. message is changing to get yes. people to wrap their brain around it. it exactly, because that's been my, my biggest struggle is education. And it's, and it's because it's such a different thing from e-commerce where we still have people today that will go through the website and sign up and then wonder where their shipment is. And it baffles my mind. Like, how can you get through all of that and still think that we're e-commerce? Yeah. I just, I just don't get it. Um, but yeah, so the language, you know, we're, we're, we've, we, we were calling them crates and it was a container for the ammo that's stored for our customers. And what we've recently uh, rolled out was where they're, they're assets. It's, it's an asset account and your, your calibers are those assets. And so it just is very clean. Um, and then instead of a subscription, you basically have an auto buy. And so you're auto buying your assets. Um, and you can also one-time buy. So you don't even have to auto buy. You can, you could say, Hey, I've got an extra 500 bucks. So I want to put it all on, you know, 300 win mag or whatever. Um, and you could do that. Um, so, yeah, so it's evolved okay. quite a bit. So, so going from Excel spreadsheets, I'm going to bring up your webpage here again. Yeah. Going from Excel spreadsheets and doing all that stuff off the off of WordPress and stuff like that oh, yeah. to now, you have an app for it. We we do. We have a mini. So because we can't be on the App Store, yeah. we don't actually have a app. But what it is is it's the it's the um, mobile friendly website. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we've gone through that discussion and we were like, well, we can build an app. But then we realized uh, we're not going to be allowed on the app store. So, <laughs> well, And that's that's where I was going next is yeah. how did you get that? Um, how did you get that approved through oh, yeah. Google and Apple? They are so anti everything we do. Oh, I know. I mean, obviously we didn't. So I can tell you another story, too, is that um, when we were building out our 2.0 framework. We were originally on Amazon AWS, just like most startups are, you know, yep. they, they are most small companies. They do that. Well, that was around the time that they were banning parlor. And so we realized, Oh, that's, they could yeah, have that's, that kind that's, of control. That's not going to end well. <laughs> no, they could have that kind of control over our site. So, um, you know, it's, it's funny too, because I actually, I used to do um, in my past life, I was a, a brand protection analyst. And so I used to take down like counterfeit sites and stuff from China and, and that kind of thing. And so I actually went to my, I went to my old co uh, coworkers and I said, Hey, if you wanted to host something that was hard to take down, where would you go? And, um, and that was where we went. We're, we're not in China. We're actually in the Netherlands, but, but it's like, um, you know, because yeah. you just can't trust the you know, the big tech giants. Are well, gonna you, got, you, down. you got the Netherlands and Switzerland. The, right in that area is like a technology haven yeah. um, because their laws are pretty tight and they don't, I mean, even we always hear about the power of the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. Over there, they're just like, yes, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we yeah. want you to take a website down. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, 
they're 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 not doing anything illegal or or morally irreprehensible. So no, go away. Yeah, I mean, it's sad that we have to be in that you know type of situation. But seeing how Amazon was able to take down Parler and just kind of all the big tech giants, and you know there was you know we stopped being on a lot of the social media platforms a few years back. Um, you know, it's a, it's one of those weird situations when it comes to guns, you know, and you know it. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I know that all so well. I, I mean, um, I know the audience is probably sick of hearing about this, but I had five U.S. senators go after uh, content that I'd created and told YouTube to take it down, um, which YouTube caved. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all content. Yeah, it went to my... Um, yeah, I went to my two senators. Neither one of them could care less. Yeah. Um, and then I went to my uh, state attorney general, and he's like, "Yeah, he didn't do anything illegal." And he wrote a letter, and we all knew it wasn't going to do anything, right? But it's the, it's the whole thing of, yeah, you, you guys are, you guys got to be careful about this stuff because no, no laws were broken. All right. I mean. But yeah, it, these social media platforms. I got a I got a lifetime ban on on TikTok. Um, <laughs> I, it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of a, a badge of honor. Yeah. But it's like what's so weird is with all the gun content that I had out there, I would get you know okay, you're you're locked out for a day. You're locked out for two days. You're locked out for a week. Um, finally, when I got the lifetime ban, it wasn't even for a gun. It was for a set of throwing knives, and I was throwing knives into a piece of wood, and that gave me my lifetime ban. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, there's these there's these winds out there. You just you have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's like there's no harm. You're doing no harm by doing that by by showing a gun that you know that you're gunsmithing, or by throwing knives into a piece of wood, or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, but I mean, until the, you know, the, the big tech giants change. So I was joking around, um, with Chris. So he showed me a video, I guess, of Mark Zuckerberg was doing the, um, the Murph for the CrossFit for Memorial Day. Um, you know, he was talking about his time, but, um, anyway, so I find it funny. So he's doing that, right. He's wearing a plate carrier and all of that. And then he's also doing, um, BJJ, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I said, well, hopefully it's only a matter of time before he gets into guns. And if he gets into guns, he's going to try to post them on his own platform and realize, oh, wait, I can't. And maybe he'll make yeah. some changes to uh, his platform. Well, the thing is, is that if he ever gets into guns, he'll never admit it. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. It, he'll, he'll be a closet. <laughs> he'll be a closet gun guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's so funny watching these platforms and they're 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 trying to control that conversation right um i don't like it i mean like like you you're selling ammo there's nothing wrong with ammo i mean it's 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 a thing right yeah it's like it's a tool it goes you know it's a tool it's like staples for your stapler right yeah (laughs) oh it's like like i say uh yeah i say you know without ammo your your firearm is not a very useful tool. It's right. the same same thing going through the stapler. Your stapler's not very useful without the staples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that analogy. Um, but yeah, that that's all it is. And then it's just 
somebody's going to go, oh, it's, I mean, we have politicians out there going, I shot an AR-15 and it was heavier than a moving box. And, oh, yeah. and, and, uh, and I know a bunch of people in the audience are going to be laughing when they hear this because um, they know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. Or it's like, and, and it recoil was like, it, it shoots a 50 caliber bullet. Well, yeah, <laughs> some do, but that's like, you know, the 50 Beowulf. And I mean, yeah. I, we all know that you have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. And you obviously did not shoot that gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that's the sad thing about, uh, about this stuff is that we have those social media platforms that just, do not understand. They don't care. Right. They're anti this. Guns are bad. End of story. Guns are bad. Yeah, That's and they, they're going to if they're going to affect a legitimate business where your your business is legal in all fifty states. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's certain loopholes you have to jump through in certain states. Yeah, but you're not doing anything illegal. But they will. They'll go after you pretty quick. Oh yeah. And I can tell you some stories. So, you know, I, I, I post them on my blog when I get them. But basically, we've been turned down for so many things that normal, you know, companies would, would be able to do. Stripe, for example. You know, we can't process oh, yeah. Stripe. Uh, you know, when we – that there was they were the big one for us because when we hit 10000 a month, we got on their radar. And they were like – they said, you have 30 days to remove all of your – credit card information and to go to another platform. And it, that was a huge ordeal for us. And since then it's been things like, Oh, we just want a working capital loan so we could buy more ammo at a cheaper price. Oh, no, you can't do that because you're in the gun industry. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, you want to use this tool. I, I kid you not. We were looking at a new blogging platform and <laughs> we reached out to this guy that the, the, the the, um, the rep or whatever. And he said, no, you can't, you can't be on uh, our platform. And we, we said, why? And he said, well, because of our banking partners won't allow it, which he, what he meant was Stripe. They use Stripe. It was the, the shadiest excuse ever. Um, but I got it again, just literally this last week, because we're looking for, we're building out our ammo uh, square 3.0 platform. And so we're looking at who we can use for ACH credit card processing, you know, essentially like bank in a box type of services. Um, and I went to one of the more well-known ones and it's the same exact thing. Oh, we, we can't, you can't be our customer because you are in the gun industry. What? I, I had that. So I, I was in FFL for 10 years. Okay. Um, I ran a cash only business because no one wanted me to take a credit card. Mm -hmm. And the ones that would allow me to take a credit card, I couldn't afford. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. You you, you're in a higher risk category. Well, you're and more that's like the funny thing. And pornography and so stuff. I, was, I was in a high risk because I dealt with guns. But yet, for in order for me to get my FFL, I had to be fingerprinted, mm -hmm. background checked, yeah. um, open to you know inspections by federal agents. Yeah. But I'm a high risk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's insane. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. It's crazy the stuff we have to do in this industry just to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, 
you know, and, and it's like a game. It's a giant chess game because they're trying to, they try to shut down certain avenues and then we open up new ones and they try to shut those down. And, um, you know, there was yeah. the whole operation choke point during the Obama years that really was what caused a lot of these financial institutions to say, you know, gun industry is, um, you know, it's bad, bad industry. Yeah. I mean, you go into, I mean, you go now into the whole uh, category, you know, the, the categories for the credit card companies mm. where they try to cat, they try to category, categorize yep. our purchases. Yeah. And it's just like, um, you know, I call it the, tri- I call it the trifecta of gun control, control the message, control mm-hmm. the money. Um, God, I, I came up with the trifecta and I can't even remember the third one. <laughs> <laughs> it does been a long day. Um, uh, but yeah, control the message, control the money. Oh, oh control the shipment was the oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. Right. Because you had FedEx and UPS start going, well, for you to ship a gun, you need to do this. And now, I mean, yeah. they were talking about some companies were going to need three separate shipping accounts. Mm. One was just for the guns. One was going to be for like, you know, if you sold swag mm-hmm. and then one was for like the accessories. It's like, yeah. Well, we can't ship ammo through USPS, which would be a lot cheaper. You know, we can yeah. only, so if we did have for a while we were selling, um, mags and different things like that. We can ship those, but not if they're with the ammo. Um, and so, yeah, no, that's a, that's an interesting trifecta and it's pretty much true. Uh, you know, control the money and control the shipping, control the message. We've seen that for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so you're coming out with, with 3.0, what kind of features can we see in 3.0? Yeah, so basically what our vision is, is to essentially create an ecosystem around ammunition. So if you think about it as the, you know, the asset you could replace with gold, you know, whatever you want. But it's like, like, it's like money, right? Ammo is like money. And so we have today, we have this um, product called um, Ammo Squared Pay. So I can, if I owed you, you know, let's say I want to buy a reloading machine from you, I could pay you with ammunition today. Um, All I need is your email address. Yeah. And even if you don't have an ammo squared account, it will create one for you. And that ammo for my account will go right into your account. Um, And so that, that exists today, but that's part of that ecosystem where, you know, you can use ammo in transactions. So the offshoot of that, or I guess the continuation of that idea would be to integrate with, um, merchants right integrate with places like gun broker places where literally i can now use my ammo inventory to buy things out in the world um so that's part of that you know idea and that's so in my we call it architecture basically but we have it broken down into two two areas so you have the generic ammunition so this is like we have right now the nine millimeter self-defense nine millimeter practice um one of the uh, concerns or hold back holdouts that we get a lot of times is people don't want to um, so sign up because they don't know what they're getting, you know, or they want something yep. specific, you know. And so, so I today I tell them, you know, e-commerce is your best bet. You can go online. You can buy exactly what you want. Well, in the future, what we want to do, and I've and I've seen, and I personally, I've, I've I'm subscribed to some different examples of this with gold, which is where you your money goes in every month into a generic. So it's it's just gold uh, ounces, right. gold ounces of silver. Yeah, 
Yes, because it, that's what it is. It's, it's gold ounces. It's not like American gold eagles versus, right. yeah. yeah. But with this and what we're going to do with ammunition is if you want to convert your generic into something specific and still have it stored, then we're going to make that a possibility. Um, and so that opens the door for us for people that um, are, they want something specific. And instead, they can they can basically accumulate the generic until they have enough. Like, let's say you've got a thousand rounds of nine millimeter in a generic. It's kind of like you don't yet know what you want to get. But hey, now it's your opportunity to convert it into PMC or Federal or MagTech or something like that, and then store that. Um, the 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 only difference for us, or the I guess the caveat, will be once we start doing specifics, then we have to be like those. Uh, gold depositories, we have to charge a storage fee, you know, because yeah. now we're putting aside something specific for people. Um, but if that's what you want to do, like I know, especially for hunters, match shooters, you know, our service is not a very good match because they get a variety of things. And so if they've got yeah. their rifle zero to a certain bullet weight, certain bullet, whatever, then they have to re-zero yeah. it. Um, but if you had the opportunity to say, hey, I'm going to, I've got this favorite hunting bullet or this favorite match bullet, and I'm going to have 2,000 rounds on hold at Ammo Squared that I call 200 rounds a year from, and I've just got it there for, for when I need it. That That's essentially kind of what we're going to be moving to. Um, and then the other aspect of that is if you have, if we have a whole bunch of customers with specific things and they want to sell it, well, what do you, how do, how do they do that? Um, they would yeah. take delivery. They would have to go list it locally or whatever. Um, but what we're going to, and this 3.0 platform, which is more in the planning stages, it's not, there's no ETA sure. for it out yet, but, um, but basically we're going to open up the ability for customers to trade with themselves, with each other, the specifics. So then you can say, Hey, I want to, I want to accumulate, you know, this thing that maybe ammo squared isn't offering anymore because maybe it's even discontinued. But there's a bunch of customers that have it. They want to sell it. it they create a market for it. And there's a, and there's a market. Yeah, they create a market yeah. for it. Yeah. Right. I, I, I see exactly where you're going with it. Because that's, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of hunters out here in Montana that they have going going into 2019, 2020, 2021, when ammo was tough, they literally had to go out with some new ammo and oh. re-zero their rifle. Yep. Because they could not get the the exact rounds that they had bought year after year after year that that rifle performed with. Right. So that's where I, I like that idea coming out because there are people um, there are people that will do that. Now, let me ask you this: If you can stock ammo, can I have it shipped anywhere? Can if, or do I have to have? Or do I have to have it shipped to my house? No, you can, even today, you can add in multiple shipping addresses. Because where I'm thinking about this is you have those hunters that suddenly mm -hmm. scored a ticket in Wyoming mm -hmm. or, you know, Oregon or, you know, some of these big, or in Texas, you know, suddenly they get this out-of-state hunting permit. Shipping, getting ammo, I mean, you can, you can fly with ammo. It, it, it's a pain. Or yeah. I could just say, Here's my ammo. Ship it to my guy. Basically, drop ship it to drop. Yeah, guy. drop ship my yeah. ammo to my guy. Yep. And then when I get there, I'll just pick it. Uh, I'll have my ammo there. I just got to worry about getting my rifle through 
the airline system. Yeah, we actually can do that today. Um, the only difference with this scenario, obviously, you wouldn't know what you're getting. Yeah, you <laughs> so wouldn't know what you're getting. Yeah. Really work. But, um, but yeah, in the future, in the future, that would be better. <laughs> that'd be awesome because yeah, yeah, I'm thinking there's. I love where you're going with this because there's so many, there's so many avenues. I mean, yeah, you don't know how big of a system that you're you're building yet. I mean. No. You're gonna you're gonna say okay we could do this we could do this we could do this and then suddenly a customer is gonna come up with some other use case you're like crap that works yeah yeah well even just the um, so think about this let's say you're in another country and you want to kind of cash in on the Americans love of guns and ammunition well oh, you could yeah. technically buy fifty thousand dollars worth of ammo at Ammo Squared and then you know wait for the next you know crisis a next shortage. And then sell it and make handsome profit. Um, Funny, I I know an Australian that's a gun guy. Um, I when I talk to him next, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch that idea to him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you can buy ammo in the U.S. and just wait for us to go crazy again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because for us, I mean, if we only need to ship, like we can't ship to, we can ship anywhere in the U.S. We can't ship to Alaska, Hawaii right now, and obviously, in certain states have certain requirements like California. Right, but um, but there's nothing stopping somebody from another country buying ammo and holding on to it. Um, in fact, there's nothing stopping anybody in the U S from doing that either. I mean, we, we literally are kind of moving towards, and this is the, the vision is this, you know, like an ammo stock exchange, you know, where like you had that price chart, right. Um, one of the things we're working on right now is even a more accurate version of that and a kind of a, um, like a CPI, if you will, for yeah. ammo prices. Um, and we need that in order to have kind of the rest of these things the way that, that we want to build them. Because um, you need to have like a source of truth. Because in the gold market, you do. You have got, you know, the spot price, right? Um, yep. Whether or not you trust that is a different question. But, you know, that's still yeah, the source I, of truth. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, I get that. Yeah. No, so, I, yeah, I, no, there's I a lot that. of interesting things. I think coming down the pipe and, and what we can do with ammo when you See, start I thinking love about that it. because, you know, I, I love that whole idea. Like, like I said, you know, I, I invest in silver. My wife and I invest in silver. Uh, we haven't invested in silver in the past three years just because the prices are, you know, I mean, everybody knows what, where the prices go. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it, and it's funny. We probably should have been investing that whole time, but we just didn't. Mm -hmm. um, we decided to stock cash at that point. But I love the idea of investing in ammo because quite frankly, how, how am I going to lose in this transaction? I'm either going to need the ammo to shoot yep. or someone else is going to need the ammo to shoot. I mean, price is going to go up. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's the weird thing about that is that it, it, it's something either I'm going to consume or somebody else is going to consume. Yep. So why not buy it? Because it's going to get consumed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's ammo is going to get shot eventually. Even, you know, even if I were to die tomorrow, I have ammo sitting here. That ammo is going to get shot by somebody. Yeah. I, actually, I just realized I should tell you about another feature that, that I don't know if you even know we have. It's, it's funny. We, we, we build these things and then I, I'm terrible at marketing them. But basically, it's it's a it's a limit price. So you can say, nice. I want to buy nine millimeter when it drops to you know twenty cents a round. 
or I want to sell my nine millimeter when it goes to 50 cents around, you know? Um, and so those orders just sit in there just like a stock, you know, and it's, you're my, it's, you're my ammo broker at that point. Yeah, exactly. You're not my stock broker. You're my ammo, broker. ammo broker. Exactly. Um, and it's just, it's just amazing flexibility of, you know, the ability to, to stock, stock it. Right. So you've got this, stockpile of ammo and then all these different things you can do with it. You can exchange it for other calibers. You can send it to somebody as payment. You know, you can sell it when the price gets higher, you know, I mean, you, or you can, I can, get I can speculate. I can speculate on ammo prices. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. God, that's that's yeah. such an amazing idea because if you think about it, um, people that might be afraid or adverse of uh, adverse to investing in the stock market, just, just might be the ideal customer that needs to know about this. Mm -hmm. Especially when we start talking about fractional bullets and things like that. It's just, uh, yeah, the, the more we talk, the more, you know, we, I understand the system, but the more that we've been talking over the past, what, 55 minutes here, it's just like, my mind is just, rattled. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm an insomniac anyway, but yeah. um, I'm going to be sitting there suddenly at midnight tonight. I'm going to be sitting there thinking about, all these use cases of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, I like, I kind of liken it to a light bulb moment, you know, because when you realize, when you move away from, Oh, I'm going to buy my ammo online. I'm going to get it shipped to my house. I'm going to put it in my garage. When you move from that to, Oh, I'm going to accumulate ammo and use it more like a commodity and, you know, do all these amazing things with it. Um, and it's still there, you know, and it's there in a shortage or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, wow, this is, this is great. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we're building. Yeah. That is so cool. I, cause literally you're the only company out there doing this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it's, you know, we were talking earlier, you've been in business for eight years, yeah. um, you know, after it was a four years, you said you stopped doing the, the shrink wrapping and went into this, going into what you're in now. You are, you're, you're so far ahead of the market that you've literally created the market. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, so it's funny because now there's a bunch of companies that are ammo subscription services. And I always look at those and I, and I kind of like have to laugh because, you know, that was us in the past. Yeah. And even then, like a lot of the ammo subscription services have, they haven't figured out like the real way to make it work. Like federal, I don't know if you knew, but federal had, they came out with a subscription service, federal ammunition that only Actually, lasted. Know that. <laughs> yeah. It maybe lasted a couple months, three months at the most. Um, because they didn't have the, they didn't have the customer's interest in mind because it was, way overpriced or locked in at a certain price that was above market by the way. And then to get out, you had to pay a fee and it was, it was just, yeah. it wasn't that great. But, um, you know, to kind of, I think now there's a lot of companies that are kind of looking at maybe what we did and they're popping up as an ammo subscription service. Well, we've kind of, we're moving on. Right. And so yeah. we're into the next ammo as an asset class is really where we're headed. Um, and so, yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, we're ahead, but part of the problem of being ahead is the, the education aspect of it, yeah. and changing the mindsets. And that's, uh, you know, that's why I'm glad to have you on for the, you know, for this podcast, because, you know, when 
you know, like I said before, you, you guys sponsor the podcast. You know, I have two yeah. two sponsor slots in the beginning. It is hard to get this idea across <laughs> in 30 seconds, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I got 30 seconds to tell my audience about ammo squared. Yeah. And it's like it, it's so much more than 30 seconds. I mean, you know, we're gonna re- end up recording here for about an hour and we've only still only scratched the surface of what this is and what it could be. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's a good point. I mean, it's, it's like when you have such a short amount of time to kind of convey a more complex idea that the world hasn't really seen before it's tough. And that's why we still get people signing up thinking it's e-commerce, you know I mean? Even though we've, you know, we've modified all of our language and everything. Um, but uh but yeah it's a, it's a struggle but I'm, I'm i'm glad that we're talking and that we're able to you know put an hour towards this topic really because and that's the thing is um you you guys are you guys are popping up everywhere now i mean i, I you've seen you, this yeah i've seen you you're sponsoring you know different sponsors of different events and i'm like this is awesome that they're getting the word out yeah because you know, you get into this weird lull of we've got to grow, but can we grow? We got to, we got to do reason. You know, it takes resources to grow. Yep. And I'm glad to see that you guys are starting to break out of that. I mean, you know, like you said, you did fundraising, your technology, you put $400,000 into the technology of this to make it work. Yeah. Uh, this is, that's, that's not a, a small investment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's obviously it didn't entirely all go towards technology, but there was a lot, there's the technology in it and there's aspects of it that, you know, if I were able to show you kind of the admin panel and, and all the backend stuff that we've got, we've got, like I said, um, we've got that whole, um, uh, you know, picker, like the uh, algorithm, we've got essentially like an algorithm that picks for our customers. We've got the price, um, the, the back end to that chart that you showed, you know, that goes out there and gets the prices and then looks at our inventory and then puts the prices up for that. I mean, there's a lot of technology kind of behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, I guess that's the best technology is the makes it simple on the front end. And then, you know, it, it well, is complex on the back end. It, it goes into that whole thing. You never want to know how the sausage is made. Right? Yeah. You just yeah. want to enjoy the sausage. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, you know, just learning that your company has a CTO, which is a chief technology officer. Yeah. Uh, me being an IT, I know exactly what that is for the audience. That's the brain that makes all this stuff work in the backside. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's the person that, that figures out algorithms and technology. And is this going to work with this in order for you to get your ammo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's whole teams of of stuff like that in technology, even going into your brokerage houses. Oh yeah. Uh, there's whole teams of that just to make a stock trade. Mm-hmm. You you have a CTO to make an ammo trade. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, and and you know, and and as we as we grow, we're going to add to our team, and you know, we've got one engineer right now. We've got our CTO. They they basically handle everything, and so. A lot of times it's it's me kind of dreaming up these ideas and then bouncing them off the CTO and him kind of refining it like, 
okay, we yeah. can do this, but we can't do that. Or, you know, what if we did this? And, um, and that's how a lot of like our, our things like the ammo squared pay came about. It was, it was us like, Hey, I, I want to send ammo to somebody. How would I do that? You know, how do I do that today? If I wanted to send my inventory to somebody, um, and then from that can, you know, it kind of spider webs off into other, other things that we can build off of that. So. You know, it, it's funny. I'm thinking about, uh, it, for some reason, I'm thinking about Brownells right now. You know, when Brownells was for, was founded, oh, yeah. it was, a, it was in a gas station. Right. Oh, was I didn't know that. And then now it's, you know, I think of uh, the reason why I'm thinking of Brownells is because I just got a notification that I got a package coming tomorrow. You know, I've seen videos of their entire warehouse. I mean, that is where eventually the projection, uh, you know, that you're going to. Eventually, yeah. this is going to be some type of automated system. It's going to start pulling um, product and shipping. And I mean, this yeah, is this is a significant um, amount of technology that's going is gone into it already, and what's it's going to be in the future right. is going to be pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and um, I'll uh, I'll just I'll just kind of throw out a little thing here for anybody that's interested. We are looking at investors for another round, and so awesome. you know, anybody can contact me and let me know. But. Um, but we'll uh, make sure we get that. We'll make sure I get that into the intro when I record the intro of that because oh, okay. yeah, it's yeah, it takes it We're, takes a lot to run these businesses. It does, yeah. And and the 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 more I guess the bigger your ideas and the more you're trying to build, the the more expensive it gets. Um, you know, and like we have our warehouse right now in in Idaho, uh, which I think is the best place to put a, to an ammo warehouse. You know, as far as 2A rights and, um, yep. you know, environmental, lack of environmental hazards and that kind of stuff. Um, but we do plan on putting more warehouses in other parts of the country, you know, for, for diversification, diversification of the actual yeah. ammo. And then also for speed of shipping and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, over time, it could be in a way like like Amazon out here in uh, Nampa, where I'm at. They just built a, a, one of their fulfillment centers. The thing is huge. I've never gone inside yeah. of it, but it's, it's massive. And, um, you know, you can, I can imagine the Brownells I've seen sports South, not in person, but I've seen there's some pictures too. And there's this, yep. there's big, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just thinking about moving that kind yeah. of those numbers. Cause I, you know, I was thinking about when, when I was in FFL, uh, the distributor, I, I, I bought from two different distributors at RSR and, uh, Davidson's. Oh, right. And, yep. You know, most of my, most of my, well, Davidson's, everything I was buying was coming out of Arizona. But if for some reason they didn't have it in stock in Arizona and it was in uh, North Carolina, mm -hmm. they fulfill what they could out of Arizona and then they'd ship the one-offs coming in from North Carolina, yep. which is great when you start talking about that regionalization. Um, yeah. You know, you know if somebody, especially when you start talking about storing particular types of ammo for people. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, okay, all of a sudden we got to deliver, you know, 4,000 rounds of federal. Okay. Well, I can pull from here, here, and I can fill your order. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you think about a distributor, I mean, those are essentially like kind of what we're going to be, but not a distributor, but more for the retail side, once we get into more of the, the specific types of ammo where people can choose what they want. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you, they get, 
really sophisticated as far as inventory management, what's in what warehouse, and, and then even inside the warehouse, what what pallet rack is it on, what shelf number yeah. is it on, all of that kind of stuff. How many boxes do you have left so you don't oversell it? You know, so there's there's a bunch of stuff like that. Or 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 how many boxes you have left that so you know that you got to buy more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean that's I mean you have you have all kinds of inventory management things that you're going to have to start working through. I mean, you're already working through them now, but as this thing scales up, um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome if you guys were like the Amazon of ammo. That would be cool. And you know, the cool thing is Amazon doesn't carry ammo. So, no. you know, <laughs> I'm, su I'm surprised they, they carry scopes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, there, there are times because I, I look at, I look at the, you know, the way certain things go. Um, uh, it, it's just, Sometimes you wonder why they carry gun stuff at all, but they'll do yeah. it, but they will not carry that. In. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Isn't it funny? It's big tech for you, you know? Exactly. So, well, we've been rolling for a little over an hour. Um, where can people find Ammo Squared? Uh, just AmmoSquared.com, just spelled out. Um, you know, I... I our logo is the little uh, superscript too, but our, our domain is ammo squared spelled out. Squared and and for everybody watching and listening, uh, I'll have the links down below. You've been seeing the links for several months in the podcast, but if you're driving to, you know, to or from work, don't try to write this stuff down. Just come back mm -hmm. to the podcast later and click on the link and we'll get you right over to ammo squared. Now, Nice. I have a little thing we like to play at the end. It's called a, uh, a speed round. Okay. It's going to be four this or that questions and then one thinking question. And for the, uh, for the first question, hearing protection, muffs or earplugs? Can I say both? You can say both. <laughs> I uh, <it> usually. <laughs> I, it, what's funny is I, on the podcast, I had, uh, I had a guy that was on that, created really high-end hearing protection, electronic mm -hmm. hearing protection. And um, even he says, you know, especially in certain indoor ranges, yeah. goes, we're both. Yeah. <laughs> we're, so we're in both. I'll, I'll pass on the trick that, I, that I've used. I, I've taken a lot of classes, you know, and what I'll do is I will wear an earplug in my shooting ear. So if I've got a oh, rifle, yeah. it's on that side. This side is open, but then I'll have my electronic muffs on. There you go. So it's kind of the way I run that. Yeah, it's funny because uh, for me, I get, I'm getting old socks. <laughs> um, <laughs> like for me now, I wear uh, I'm starting to wear hear, uh, hearing aids, and like my right ear is definitely oh. more damaged than my left. Well, and they're like, and they're like, well, I I don't get that. I go, yeah, I'm, I've been shooting since I was ten. So well, actually, mm -hmm. probably seven. So yeah, you know, I've been shooting for over forty years. It's uh, yeah. Dude, it's gonna catch up. Protection back then was not that great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, AR-15 or AK-47? Uh, I guess I'd go with the AR. Yeah, I've got yeah. both, but um, it's kind of funny. I just got my my daughter just turned eighteen, and for her birthday, we actually I forgot it was for her graduation, but we got her an AK. We got her a, a Wasser ten. Awesome. You know. And, uh, but I run, I generally run an, a, an AR, um, but I have taken courses with the AK just to get the practice in. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's funny. Uh, I finally got you know, like for the first time since Shot Show, I got some trigger time um, on. Well, today's Wednesday, so Monday. I finally uh, Memorial Day. I finally got some trigger time. First time I got trigger time in like four months. And um, after I, because I, I was doing some filming, and uh, I brought the AK because I don't take the AK out that much, just mm -hmm. just to have some fun. Oh I, yeah. Sometimes you just got to pull it out just to have some fun. It's, it's, it's got it's a nice thump that, to it. You know, it just has yeah. a different feel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So would you rather have a rifle or a pistol? Well, depends. What's the set? <laughs> What's the situation? Well, I'll tell you what. There's a, there's a table sitting there and there's a rifle and a pistol. You walk up to it just uh -huh. casually. What's the first one you grab? I'm Check actually out. a better pistol shooter, so I'll probably grab the pistol. So I, I, I like to say that I'm a pistol shooter that wants to be a rifle shooter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I love my pistols, but I, and, and the rifles, I can shoot a rifle, but it's just, I, it I, I'm a better pistol shooter than I am rifle shooter. Yeah, yeah. I, so we, I, I get um, that. Yeah, we did. Uh, so we were at SHOT Show this year. We did like a team builder thing where it was night vision and full auto guns and then suppressed so it was like the, the trifecta right they were all yeah. you know class three or whatever and um at the end so we got to shoot them all and there was a whole variety of rifles and pistols and stuff and at the end we get to shoot whatever we want we get to pick three and um i think two of my three were pistols because i just enjoy shooting pistols that much that's funny. yeah <laughs> that's funny um let me come up with a fourth one here uh would you rather clean a gun or reload ammo? Oh, reload ammo. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It, it, I it, used it's to have, to uh, I was going to say, I used to have my, my reloader here in the warehouse. And uh, I, I, I always thought, oh, you know, so for, first of all, I don't have a garage where, I, where our house is, was built in 1905. We don't have a garage. It's like a, a Model T like storage shed is what it yeah. is. But, uh, um, but so I don't have my reloader set up, but I did have it here in the warehouse and I never got to it. And I kept thinking, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna listen to music and crank on my reloader. But honestly, it's tough when you're in an ammo warehouse, it, it, you know, it's like, uh, do I really want to reload or, you know, or just, just grab some ammo out of my account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it was. Yeah. All right. For, for your thinking question, All right. I'm going to walk you into the world's largest uh, warehouse. Okay. And in this warehouse has literally one of every gun that has ever existed, whether it was production or even just a prototype. Okay. And Dan, you get to walk out with one gun. It's yours. You can keep it. What do you go for? Does it have to be something I need to carry? Can it be bigger? No. It, it literally, if it shot a projectile, okay. like if you wanted to ho hook up to a 155 howitzer and drive off with it. Okay. It's, it's I, there. I, if it shoots. I got my dream gun. Projectile, okay. I got my dream gun is a uh, 30 millimeter, seven barrel Vulcan cannon. The one that's on the A-10. And mm -hmm. I will, I'll take the A-10 with it since it was actually built around the <laughs> gun. So I think it counts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, it's funny. So 
you will not be the first person on the podcast to come up with that answer. Really? Yeah. Ten lovers out there. Awesome. Uh, because I, I remember, I remember when he came up with that, and I was like, um, it was a, it was a gal, um, yeah. and uh, where I grew up, I grew up just outside of uh, out of Philly, and we had the Willow Grove Air Naval Station, and they flew A tens out of there because yeah, I, I guess the Air Force shared their runway, and I grew up just knowing about the A ten, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember. We, we, we had lived in Delaware, and my wife is like, what aircraft is that? We're working out in the yard. And I didn't even look up. I go, it's an A-10. Yeah. She uh, was, you just could tell from the, the sound of it. It's it's the engine. Yes. Yep. You know, the A-10 has that engine that everyone knows what it is. Yep. Yep. It's got that, that high-pitched whine to it that is just like, that's an A-10. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. But so yeah. the Idaho Air National Guard over here flies on and so they're taking off nice. a gallon all the time. And so we see them flying. And I love that. I love that plane. You know, you- it, it's so funny. It, the, the nickname of that of that aircraft is perfect. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's an uh, ugly aircraft, but it is just one that is just, it's one of the nastiest things that are, that's up in the air. Oh yeah. And, and the Air Force has tried killing it so many times. Oh, I know. Yeah. But it, it can't, I mean, it just, uh, it, it's a good example of a very of, of an airplane designed for a very specific purpose. It does that purpose yes. well. You know, you can't replace it with a multi-role fighter or a multi-role nope. attack plane. Um, I'm kind of an airplane guy, so you know that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like I like air. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, yeah. It, it's just it, it's just an iconic piece of aircraft. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a titanium bathtub. Put yep. a pilot in it, put a gun underneath of it, and then build an aircraft around it. Yeah, they, they can they can survive two. That has redundant systems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got your your vertical uh, stabilizers are separate, so that if one gets knocked yeah. out with a missile or a gun, you've got your engine separate um, for the yeah. same reason. I mean, the thing is just a beast. You know? Yeah, I mean, the engines are designed that if they get hit by a missile or or they get, they'll actually fall off the aircraft. Rather than just sit there and flaming on the aircraft, they'll just they'll just okay. I got I got the get other get rid one. of that debris. You know, it's like we yeah. don't need it dragging us. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, Dan, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking some time to to join us. I'm glad that I mean we we set this one up a couple of months ago. I'm really glad yeah. to finally have you on. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It was good good uh, chatting with you, and uh, it was a good good hour. Love it. Yeah, it goes by fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And again, for everybody else in the audience, we have links down below. Make sure you go down and check out Ammo Squared because there's nothing else out there like it. That was the first time I ever talked to Dan. I mean, we exchanged some emails to get things set up to come on the podcast. Um, I was actually dealing with someone else on you know the sponsorship of the podcast. And uh, he's a pretty cool guy, man. I had a good time talking to him before. We talked a little bit afterwards. And um, yeah, they've they've got some stuff figured out. And if they can make this next hurdle, they've got some really cool things you could do. I mean, seriously, investing in ammo and then, you know, maybe possibly saying, I want so many rounds of this and then actually having it there to pull out. 
cool stuff. Definitely go check out Ammo Squared. It's a really awesome thing. Now, during that podcast, I had actually got a text message from one of the instructors at Freedom Crew University. And the funniest thing is he had no idea I was recording this podcast. The text was, is he had just signed up for Ammo Squared and then banked some ammo there. So, I mean, it's really cool, man. It, this is an awesome concept. Go check it out. Now, if you're really into shooting and you're into rifle shooting, you probably don't like laying on the ground. So the product of the podcast is something that I actually got a chance to use for the first time on Monday. It's so cool. It is a shooting mat from Saver Equipment that folds up. I mean, the thing is like this big when it folds up. It's really cool. Got a link for that down below. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, click right there. That is a video about how to have that. Learn how to talk here. That is how to mount a scope correctly. Go click that for everybody else. The link is down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. And I look forward to talking to you again soon.